0: Boys, welcome back to the Top Rope Commentary Podcast. This is, what, number three? three yeah, Something like that? Three. Uh, three, three. Three. Number yeah, three. Yeah, definitely three. Um, this is also the last time we're going to have this mic quality. We're going to have a, oh, yeah, we're, we're a nice little Im- improvement up- soon.
1: Upgrading, definitely upping it up. As we get closer and closer towards, like, the end of the year, I mean, we're almost at the 100 subscriber mark, too. So, we are. Like, we, That's going to be awesome. really appreciate all the support. All of you have been, like, tuning into Universe Mode and even... With us as we kind of explore some more content to kind of put up and put on the channel. I mean, Sage with his unboxing videos and then us kind of doing uh go on TikTok top rope commentary for yep. we did the guest the wrestler in 60 seconds.
0: Yes, I actually have to edit the rest, of the- <laughs> uh, which I will be doing uh, because I just got cap cut on my phone. So it'll be a lot <laughs> easier to do. Uh, but yeah, no, it's gonna be a a really good, really good time expanding the channel. And yeah, like you said, we we greatly appreciate all of the support. Yeah, we're gonna try to
1: think of potentially something like special do once we reach that 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 hundred subscriber yeah. mark. We 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 might actually try to get <laughs> try to get our our universe, our My, universe our rookies. Our, yeah, our <laughs> universe rookies live, and live in living color.
0: Yeah, that being said, we have. Um... This this is a fantasy booking episode. This really is like with we're fantasy booking two separate scenarios.
1: I mean, with the recent news of Shinsuke Nakamura like wrestling in Muda's like last like retirement tour, yep. and a lot of like Forbidden's door stuff is being like brought up again. Why not fantasy book some stuff out, especially if this ongoing relationship? I mean, I'm pretty sure you've probably seen the memes of. The um Minoru Suzuki and Sheamus for also that pro (laughs) wrestling noise, it'd be just even just showing fan interest in that like spurs like and and from from reports too like pro wrestling Noah and like their budding relationship with like New Japan and like all elite like they crossed all party lines all parties signed off on it and Shinsuke was actually the one that initially pushed for that so
0: I mean so um fun fact just to throw this out there. You know, next week will probably be the Crown Jewel review episode, I think. Yeah. Um, Sure, Jake Paul's going to be there? The, if they...
1: Honestly, the Paul brothers as a tag team, I'm kind of there for it. I'm not. I know. I, I, I'm kind of there, especially Logan coming into it and the story you're telling of Logan kind of taking his lumps where he does. And, you know, he's still winning, but also he's learning like, yo, this isn't what I kind of thought it was. And for Jake just to come in... As just that hothead loudmouth of just like, I I beat Anderson Silva. I like I'm undefeated yeah. and like so for him to basically be the one that gets Logan in so much more trouble.
0: So my issue though would be Jake. so Logan seems to be perfectly okay with him looking like an idiot at times. Like he'll take a beating, he'll he's probably losing at crown jewel. Oh right. Like, I'd be very shocked. He'll have a he good wins. showing though. Yeah, I feel like uh, he'll
1: he'll do some surprising things where it's just like, yo, you almost you almost
0: had us. You maybe. know, Jake Paul's not going to be okay with losing now. Oh, oh of how no! His personality is.
1: That I think that that's his personality for.
0: So it's gonna for, be for like... what
1: he's projecting himself as now. I think if like coming into coming into like knowing what pro wrestling is. I don't think it would hurt his ego that much to lose. I think in would. in in the setting of pro wrestling, I don't think it would like. I, I, hell, he's, in, he's in,
0: fixed the. I, I'm convinced that that fucking Silva fight was fixed.
1: I don't think it was. I don't think it was necessarily like fixed. Seeing Silva's last recent fights, especially his last one in MMA versus like Adesanya, like he just fights a lot of like older guys that are just like really past their prime and kind of like their last few fights yeah. weren't very astounding and they kind of got pummeled in their last few fights so i mean he's kind of and then they're all exhibitions. so he kind of has his pick of the lot yeah. i don't really take him necessarily too serious in the boxing realm un- until he fights somebody ranked in like boxing like even if it's like a number 15 and number 18 yeah, like, well that's the until thing, though, he like, fights somebody like in a in a league
0: like at least logan fought mayweather
1: yeah, at least yeah, at least you can right. say that. I mean, even though Mayweather seemed like he was holding back on him,
0: like oh, 100%. percent, I'm sure he was. Hell, you know, I would. Uh, but
1: also, Mayweather's smart enough. I'd even settle
0: for for Jake fighting Pacquiao.
1: Jake doesn't want that. Pacquiao can still move. But, Pacquiao moves just as good as Mayweather does. If Mayweather, yeah, exactly, was, was being
0: lightweight <laughs> with his brother who's bigger than him. So if I got to choose any boxer to fight him. I'm picking my boy Canelo Alvarez. I'm picking St. Davis. Or Triple G. Triple G would be good. Uh, but Alvarez he'd piece that boy up. He'd be running circles around Jake Or Danny Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is this is a wrestling this podcast. The, it's, it's fantasy uh, So <laughs> <but laughs> if they
1: fantasy booked into a tag team.
0: So we have two separate scenarios that will be each be fantasy booking. I've not like thought prior out uh any of either one of them. Um however. Oh, I- I do have I, an idea. I was gonna say,
1: I, if, if you're not, I can I can go ahead and I can I can jump.
0: So the very first topic, I'll let you uh, I'll let you start it. Uh, it's going to be taking our favorite NXT or NXT UK guy, bring him to the main roster. How would you strap a rocket on them and have them win the WWE Universal Championship, or a world title? A, whether a, if, a world. if they split the titles. A, a. In a perfect world, or if they keep them together,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how would you have your favorite guy? Which I assume for you is Carmelo Hayes, because it's favorite current NXT guy. Yeah, not,
1: favorite, I, yeah, I, favorite, favorite current NXT guy. It's, it's definitely Carmelo Hayes. I mean, the yeah. man that don't miss hanging jerseys in the rafters all through NXT. Yeah. I mean, so NXT like
0: just North saying, American champion. He dodged Noam Dar, but that's, just, in, that's the point. Oh
1: wow, you know. That's because Dar's jersey would be in the rafter, too. I'm just saying.
0: You know, uh, four you know what? Foreign uh,
1: boys got their own sections.
0: <laughs> listen, you know, uh, I'm sure the Coffee Brothers we're, thought that uh, Dar's jersey would be up in their rafters, and it wasn't. See, that was so. UK
1: against UK. He, he, he ain't messed up. <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking about Mellow here. So, in, in my scenario, this is taking place through, like, so, for mine, Mellow – wins the NXT championship. Like, in mind, he, he goes through after Rumble, like, there's an NXT event. Bron Breaker debuts at the Royal Rumble. He joins the Royal Rumble. Melos taking steam of the NXT banner. He holds the NXT banner until about WrestleMania, and then at that next, that after Mania, that after Mania Raw, after Mello's dropped the belt at, like, you know, stand and deliver to, to whomever, I just think Melo should have an NXT championship run before he goes to the main roster. I agree. I I, I think I, basically cuz it's going to play in them have it's going to play into it because so fast forwarding like Mello's champion from Royal Rumble to Mania in NXT. He's he's okay. NXT champion from Royal Rumble to Mania. Post Mania, he shows up on the Monday Night Raw and he confronts the nightmare. He confronts Cody Rhodes because that's who I'm thinking is walking out of Mania with the belt. He can, yeah. He confronts. He confronts Cody. Talks his smack. Talks his talk. He's the H. He he's the A champ coming to the A show, and he needs a championship over his shoulder. Okay. So you kind of start to you plant the seeds for Melo versus Cody, but essentially you have the Money in the Bank debacle so essentially mello gets bumped he gets bumped but not of his own volition only just due to the circumstances that were there before him okay so now he's kind of decking it out with a lot of the upper you know upper card guys a lot of like the main event guys so he's having matches on raw with with uh kevin owens aj styles finn balor damian priest he's mixing it up with a lot of high level guys and inking, and inking away some wins until it goes to about. So he's doing this. He's racking up good wins. He gets a good strong pay-per-view win at SummerSlam. Let's say against a uh, heel. Let's just say against a heel. Dolph Ziggler or something like that. Just like he he gets a strong SummerSlam win against a good foundational heel. And then he kind of goes on. He's talking. mellow consistently in his promos are bringing up how champions are dodging him. And the story that it's playing is that Melo's not... Well, to us, we see it as Melo not necessarily being dodged as people reaching in front of him and taking his opportunity. Mm -hmm. So this is all like Melo just kind of... And you slowly, like, he's working that heel heat, but seeing him consistently be rejected, his title opportunities that he should have had, slowly is moving him towards the baby phase. Okay. So as you're working that, you... Have him slowly transition to, you know, heal from SummerSlam up until Survivor Series. Okay. Survivor Series, you have the traditional five-on-five, you have the traditional five-on-five match. And they throw in, which I think should be a stipulation because it makes all the sense in the world. By now, the titles are split. Due to the Money in the Bank debacle, the titles are split. Okay. So because basically they're also talking about bringing money in the bank back for Wrestlemania. And if it if it is at Wrestlemania, theory, and somebody else will have the t- have the money in the bank briefcases at the same time. But titles are split going into Survivor Series. And they're saying the winning Survivor Series team, those men will fight those men will basically have a fatal five-way to decide who challenges at the Rumble? Okay, like for 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 the title of the specific brand, Mello pulls out a three one comeback, being a sole survivor. So basically, crowds white hot on him. He's baby, he he hot. He, I deserve this. So Mello goes on next week, and you know she start you start to see him kind of kind of rescind and start to have that man. I was a sole survivor. I held it down. If it wasn't for us. We wouldn't even have. We wouldn't even be doing this match. There should be no need for this match because I was the only one that was left standing. And you know, brawl breaks out. They still have the fatal five way, but whoever is like the heel in the match leading up to the team basically steals the pin from Mello last second. Like it'd be really cool if it was a Shinsuke Nakamura, like King Shasa, straight to the face. <laughs> like after Melo does the the springboard kind of sit out leg drop, King Shasa's them clean out the ring. Melo again, like up. Frustrating, like smacking the ring apron, like put, like throwing, like steel steps, like <laughs> he's beside, beside himself, like doesn't understand how he's been on the main roster now for almost a year and has not replicated the success he's had in NXT. Mm-hmm. He has, he hasn't held a title, he hasn't held up to his reputation for being the a champ, and it's starting to get to him. He's so, missed. <laughs> yeah, basically, he feels like he's always missed. So now he basically takes what was supposed to be, like, the build. So, like, that December, he disappears for that month. Like, basically, like, no vignettes. Like, Mellow just, like, disappears cold. And, like, people are, like, bringing him up for, like, the first week. People are just like, yo, you see Melo, Like, now nah, I haven't seen him since, like, last week. And then, you know, in the promos, they're, like, you know, irrelevant. You know, regardless, like, he lost, whatever, found out he couldn't cut it. Maybe he's getting his ticket back down to Florida to go back down in NXT. Until Royal Rumble... 2024, and you have Carmelo Hayes win the Royal Rumble. Okay. You have him start at number one and go to 30. You have you have him show up as number one, and basically, as he's walking to the ring, like he's just like not even listening to his own music. He has just headphones on, hoodie up, beelining into the ring. Like Melo at this point is about nothing but business like he has made it a point he will not miss again. Okay. So basically his story is going from 1 to 30 and wins the whole thing. So next next week on Raw shows up shows up says I put I put 29 other people's jerseys in the rafters just to show you all what it means to be the A superstar on the A show, and right now, I got a guaranteed opportunity to be a champ. And, like, basically, like, white hot promo delivers it. You know, whoever is champion at at the time, which at this time, I think it should be Seth. Because Seth, and then you build to Seth versus Carmelo Hayes at the Rumble. With Seth basically playing kind of more mind games, you call yourself a champ. I've been every champ. Like, I basically kind of, like, exuberating like his like that godlike aura that only like seth rollins can like cockily can so building the story of just kind of mellow really showing him for the first time as a potential underdog okay like in his matches like he's like fighting with everything like making sure he never like loses like he needs this opportunity he wants this opportunity and throughout, this, throughout the build and through, like, the B-level pay-per-views leading up to Mania, you just have Seth continuously, like, poking and prodding him and just kind of like, you know, you could lose this opportunity. I could give this opportunity to somebody else. I could have a match on Monday. Like, basically, Seth continuously playing, like, mind games, trying to throw Melo off of his game. Like, showing up each week in different teams' jerseys. Like, Seth, like, matching, like, different suits to, like, the different home teams. Making different type of, like, references to, like, different points in, like, his career. All leading up to WrestleMania in Philadelphia. Carmelo Hayes versus Seth Rollins. Main event, night one. Give him 25 minutes and let the story bleed through of mm-hmm. Seth pulling out every trick from his past everything that he can everything that he can think of all the things through the past build from rumble to mania that Seth has done to Mellow in the ring you basically recreate those spots retelling the story of Mello watching film get yeah, like he won't miss again and you finish it with Mellow hitting his finisher in the middle of the ring, hoisting the title above his head, pointing to the Titan Tron for Rollins' jersey to appear on the screen. <laughs> Another jersey in the rafters.
0: Okay, I like confetti that. And confetti falls. That's a pretty solid, pretty good booking. Uh, so I, I have a similar timeline of of t- you know w- them winning the title at, at Mania in Philly. Uh, not, no significance to it and Philly. It's just the next Mania. Yeah, it's just the next um,
1: Mania. This one's Hollywood, which I'm I'm interested to see
0: the set. So mine starts at this Royal Rumble coming up in January. Technically, it starts a little before that. Uh And by that, I mean the night before, NXT, TakeOver, whatever.
1: NXT, TakeOver,
0: Rumble. TakeOver, yeah. San what, Antonio. Whatever we'll the Rumble.
1: We'll just call it TakeOver, San Antonio, because that's where we're Or TakeOver, yeah. Houston, that's where it's at. Yeah, whatever
0: special... It is going to be. Uh, And you do Ron Breaker, Hila Dragunov. Dragunov wins the title. Ron Breaker. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Breaker can go up. It doesn't matter. Uh, Dogfeast (laughs) Greenland. You then move at the Royal Rumble. You do Walter versus Drew McIntyre in the opening match for the Intercontinental title. Because I can't think of who else Walter is going to possibly face and I think that would be a very good match. You can and face this,
1: this generation's Eddie Guerrero and Dominic Mysterio.
0: <laughs> hey, listen, Eddie Guerrero was his generation's Dominic Mysterio. Pretty good, Dom. But, Drew McIntyre wins the Intercontinental title. I think you transition that into, like, that's a whole separate thing, but Woods versus McIntyre at Mania would be great. Now, you take Walter, who just lost, Goes into the Rumble. Wins the Rumble. So, the like,
1: same night, like, he pulls, like, a block yeah. almost and just kind of like, ooh, that would be cool. Like, he comes out and just chops somebody in the entrance. Chops, yeah. like, Mad Cat Moss at, like, 23 and takes a spot. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, he goes in there. Wins the Rumble. We get Roman Reigns versus Walter. Main event of WrestleMania. Walter wins. Because I think that is a great way to just... Walter's a beast. He just ended this reign of of Roman. It's awesome. Now, that same night that Walter wins, Ila Dragunov loses the NXT title. You can do it against Noem Dar. You can neg- do it against JD McDonough. I think McDonough would probably be the better story for that match. But for the sake of this argument, we're going to do Noem Dar wins the NXT title. So that you're kind of introducing him to the to the like more casual uh, audience because yeah. he's an NXT UK guy, it's going to be a little bit harder. Now, Dragonov goes up the night after Mania. The very first person he goes after is Walter. They have a long history against each other. They always put on bangers, and it's Ela fucking Dragonov. You put you he shows up somewhere. You put him against the world champion. Like that's how good the guy is.
1: I feel like Ela would have like I feel like you need I feel like Ela is the person that. Yeah, like, can go after a, after a main title, but you also need to show people why he could, like, so, like, his first match on, like, Raw or SmackDown should be against somebody like Sheamus. Yeah. Like, it, it should be against somebody that's, like, another, or, like, uh, a uh, so, so or like a Nakamura. Go,
0: He'll go against those other people, but, like, the first, like, feud is going to be against Walter. Mm. Now, he doesn't win the title right away. He won't, like, to go to SummerSlam, he wins the title at SummerSlam, and we get... What are we at? Uh, Summer Slam
1: this year or next year?
0: Next year.
1: Next, next year's SummerSlam. Cause so you said Walter wins at Mania.
0: Yeah. Holds it till SummerSlam. Holds it
1: till SummerSlam.
0: And then off wins.
1: So this SummerSlam.
0: Yeah. I talked to fucking you're you're skyrocketing Dragonoff here, I know, but he's you'll Dragonoff. Now at some point between then and there, Noam Dar debut's on the main roster. He's lost the NXT title and he's going for the, the Intercontinental title. I want to. You kind of like want a slow build Dar here.
1: So between right? August and the end of the year, that's yeah, you got kind me. of that
0: that general area. uh He debuts somewhere around there. Faces Drew McIntyre or Xavier Woods, preferably Woods. I think their styles might
1: Darn mix Woods. a little bit
0: better. Uh, yeah, because I mean, Dar's more. He's more of like a technical guy, and Woods can go in the ring technical. Now, Woods, you know, have him win the Intercontinental title. He doesn't have to hold it long. Could put it back on the Woods if you want to, Um, or if you want to put it. I think the Intercontinental title needs to be the title that's used to bring in these newer like NXT guys and give them the opportunity to showcase what they can do instead of meaningless feuds with Dolph. See, Sigma.
1: It, it, see it's funny that you say that that you think that's the IC belt because I think that's what the US belt should be. I think the US belt Just should be like a mid part, card. Like I think yeah, I th- well because I think the IC belt should be somebody that you're just like okay like he
0: here's good matches like you know <laughs> I mean like yeah like
1: here here's good matches like his problems might not be but like here, here's some here's some solid matches and we're really thinking about making this guy the next like world like yeah so we're really seeing how he can hold it Well, down you know what that works
0: way. for noam dar in this situation uh I mean he's a young guy same with like hey the like six yeah. months apart they're very close Dar's like
1: age. yeah Dar... he's 29. One- Oh, he's 29.
0: Yeah, Hayes is 28. Okay, right. I, I Googled it already. <laughs> um, so having like feud for the Intercontinental title with like McIntyre or Woods, he wins it. You could put him against in feuds leading up to SummerSlam with guys like you know, like Xavier Woods, like Drew McIntyre, like Carmelo Hayes, like uh Zayn. Sammy Zayn, Zane. Zane. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Owens. any like anybody. And he's gonna put on big. Yeah, because No I'm Dark. Incredible oh, in the ring. Uh, I think the perfect SummerSlam opponent in this situation for Noam Dar is Carmelo Hayes, because they can build off of the like we're you were the like, essentially the heart and soul of NXT during the pandemic. I was the heart and soul of NXT UK during the pandemic. Like, I mean, they both held that shit down, and they're going to put on a banger of a match, and and at SummerSlam. Carmelo Hayes wins. Not clean.
1: Not clean.
0: Because it, it, w- it wouldn't make sense to build him up and have him lose clean. He's
1: putting jerseys around, no a, matter yeah. how it's done, it's getting up there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, Trick Williams sucker punches him. Something like that. So, <laughs> you continue to kind of have this, like, story with Noam Dar where it, it's obviously not perfectly, uh, I, I like I said, I haven't thought fully ahead here. But leading up to the rumble from SummerSlam, you want to sort of have Dar doubting himself. But still, like he's able to get it done, but like barely. Going to the rumble, and he loses the Royal rumble, but he goes from one to twenty nine. So he gets eliminated right. He gets eliminated right at the end. He pulls the Randy Orton's spot and gets eliminated right at the end of the rumble. I work here, (laughs) still. And I think the perfect person to eliminate him in this situation is Walter. And Walter wins the Rumble two years in a row. And at WrestleMania, it's scheduled as Walter versus Ila Dragunov, right? Because that would be a banger WrestleMania main event. But Noam Dar pulls the, the, the Randy Orton this time and he gets himself inserted in that match and you do a triple threat. I am only saying this because it's this a match I wanted in NXT UK because we never got Walter versus Dar in a one-on-one match. We got Dar versus uh, Dragonov one time. We never got Walter versus Dar. I say at fast lane, you do Walter versus Dar. If Dar wins, he's inserted in the match. He doesn't pin him though. Because I feel like Walter, you want to like, limit the pins. Mm-hmm. But he he wins. Like It could be count out. It could be Walter gets himself DQ'd because he doesn't view Dar as a threat. Whatever. Triple threat. Main event of WrestleMania 40. Noem Dar wins. With the champagne super knee bar. In a hardcore crowd that is actually going to appreciate a guy like Dar winning. I think and that's Philly's kind of like the reason I'm... Philly, Philly's a good one. crowd, but
1: they're also a smart crowd. Like Philly will yeah. root for the heel, but then Philly is also like, if you give them good stuff,
0: they will. Exactly. Well, here's the thing is because all three of these guys, Philly's gonna love if they win. There, there's no, like there's no situation in which they're not gonna love it. They're, they all can do the hard hitting style. They all can do like a technical style. And I say you give them like 30 minutes, have them just put on a banger of a match. Noam Dar pulls off the win. And it kind of, like, is the culmination of him doubting himself is that he finally pulls off the big one. I'd say he probably taps out Dragunov because I doubt they have Walter tap out. But, yeah, that's how I do it. I mean,
1: and that would be, like, the first, like, full European, like, mm-hmm. main
0: event. Yeah, that too. But, yeah, that's how I sit there I'm like, man, like, there's... <laughs> I didn't think ahead. <laughs> realistically, I don't see Dar winning a world title in WWE. Um, because they won't even fucking put him on NXT for some reason. I
1: don't know. He might just come back super jacked. I mean, Tyler Bate hasn't been back on TV. Which, although, I think Tyler Bate is going to Maine. I think he's going to debut at the Rumble.
0: You remember when Do- when Dar got injured while he was in the Cruiserweights and he came back at the NXT UK to Tournament and he was fucking jacked. <laughs> I think I think that's
1: what it, I think that's what it is. Sometimes like they just go away for.
0: He's not injured though. That's the thing. He he's the heritage cup holder. But they don't really
1: even. I think they had like one heritage cup match on NXT.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't even a heritage cup match. It was just a rounds match. They did the rounds match with uh, Wesley and Triple Oh no! I thought. Oh
1: I thought, no! I thought they actually had like UK on there. Like it was...
0: they might have, and I just don't remember. But you know what? I, I say we jump into the next topic.
1: Yeah, because Survivor Series is slowly approaching. Well, Survivor it Series games.
0: This will be coming out after Crown Jewel, which means that Survivor Series... Is the next pay per view? It's on the horizon. And there's a lot of talk on like, how would you you like, 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 war games? Yeah, they're bringing back,
1: they're bringing back war games. And I've been itching for this on the main roster. Yeah. For so, so
0: long. Oh, yeah. Ever ever since at least the the first NXT War Games match, I've been wanting this for my boys, the new
1: day to finally,
0: like, get a war games.
1: Yeah, to get a war because I think they they should be in it. If they are not in it, it is a missed opportunity. I mean it's you you, I mean I feel like E could be back in time. And I feel like E could do like he doesn't have to do
0: especially so let's I I mean let's go ahead and like just (laughs) so essentially the topic is how would we book war games? Keep in mind there are two war games matches. There's a men's and a women's. Yes.
1: Triple H has clarified that there are both
0: now, the only thing
1: that we're kind of a little bit unsure of is if it'll be, like, first war games or current, previous war games. I'm pretty sure they're kind of leaning more to previous war games where it's just two teams instead of three.
0: Yeah, so my booking is three teams.
1: I think my, my booking, I'm, I'm
0: going to keep mine At my, least for the men. My booking for the men is three teams. My booking for the women is two. I'm, I'm going to
1: keep it to two and two because after, after just, like, recent events. Cause I think so it,
0: two teams of four? Yeah. Okay. 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 See, I did um, three teams of three. So, yeah. So, I mean, did you already have your
1: team picked out and everything? For the
0: men, yeah. Uh, So, the way I would do this, recently we've seen Sheamus get injured by Jimmy and Jay and Sammy. Usy boys. Yeah. No, Jay's not Usy, but...
1: He's been. Hey, they went to Waffle House. He's been
0: a He's been a So essentially, I would sort of build off of that, which I feel like they're going to. Oh. Okay. And you bring the brawling brutes in who have been feuding a lot recently. Shame. This is with that. a certain little imperium, and you want to sort of—it's so hard to like figure out how because I haven't, like I said, I haven't thought out details. I didn't plan for this podcast today. Uh <laughs> But I would do essentially, like, say the Usos go after uh, Imperium, Fabian Aker, and Marcel Bartel.
1: I mean, Giovanni
0: Vinci. That's his name. And uh, Ludwig mm-hmm. Kaiser. And I would have them, like, sort of go after them. And then you could do a, like, a, like on a random SmackDown, the Usos versus Imperium for the tag titles. you get the Usos win um, because they're not losing the belts until Sammy and Owens take them off of them. And I would do, <laughs> yeah, uh, have Butch and Ridge interfere in that and attack the Usos. to sort of this way you're bringing all three teams together, yeah. And Walter's not, you know, he's doing his thing. Here's what, here's the thing though for the War Games because the Bloodline's got like fucking 25,000 members at this point.
1: He said 20, it's
0: only five. <laughs> like, <laughs> with, Roman's got like 50 kids. All right. Like, sure, He's
1: a man to his table. He just likes a long table. He needs people to fill the table.
0: The three members of the Bloodline I would choose for this match: Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns. Yeah, so just leaving out Jimmy and Solo. I'm leaving out Jimmy and Solo because right now the main story of the Bloodline. Is is with those three? Is with those three, because I'm going to use this as a time that ro- or as a reason that Roman kicks Jay out of the bloodline because Jay is going to cost them the win.
1: Ooh, you know, you know, what would be a good build to it too. Is that Solo is challenging for another title on the card, so he can't be in the match. Like just, just like he's in like a fatal four way triple threat one whatever. And you got the Usos like warming up, and then just like Brawling Brutes or emperor, whoever it is come with Shillelagh, whatever. Put, like, <laughs> smash is like Nita Smithereens or something like that. Who's Solo? No, Jimmy. Oh. So basically, take like it was originally going to be the Usos in Sami Zayn, and now Roman has to step in because Solo can't do the double duty. So Roman, or basically have it be like Sami stepped in. And it was going to originally just be Roman and the Usos.
0: Yeah. See, I think, yeah, that, that'd that be the way i do it. Or, um, Roman basically says, like, you guys are going to get along. You're going to work together. Or one of you has gone. And he inserts himself in the match to make sure the bloodline gets the job done. Because he doesn't have faith in the Usos getting it done. Or in Jay and, and Sammy fully. together, together yeah. long enough. Um I'd probably have the uh Imperium win this with Ooh. Walter pinning Jay after Jay like Superkick Sammy or something like that.
1: Basically like a mist. like there there was like like Ludwig Kaiser like is basically like Sammy's holding up Ludwig Kaiser for a for a super kick by Jay. Ludwig moves. Jay super kicks Sammy, Ludwig scoops him up, turns around to Eigner, European bomb. Walter picks him up. Last big plunge. Yeah. Ludwig Kaiser and Fabian Eigner dive on Roman to keep him from breaking up the pin.
0: Yeah. Sheamus and the brawling brutes are over in the other ring. Yeah,
1: just kind of, <laughs> of spattered out. They're through tables and yeah. into trash cans or yeah. whatever. So
0: basically, yeah. I, and then I'd have uh Jay takes the pin. Roman's pissed. Roman kicks Jay out of the bloodline, which leads to Jay being the one to bring the Rock back. And you do The Rock versus Roman uh, for the head of the table. Uh, as for the women, it seems pretty obvious, but damage control versus Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka. Oscar. And Oscar. But just for fun, I would add uh, somebody to damage control, probably uh, a Tegan Knox because of her history with Dakota uh, being team flykicks.
1: But also her history with Dakota.
0: <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> like, if Johnny Gargano and Tomasa Champa can become friends again, but they, then anybody can. All right. Listen. I say Indy Hartwell. Indy would be great, but... No, yes, Indy, because the other person I had joining the Bianca team is Candice. So, it, mother versus daughter. <laughs> it's, I don't know, because Indy,
1: like, on NXT, she's been... She's, she's been, been kind of up. Yeah, right she's, like. she's been healing it up.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. No, Indy Hartwell joining Damage Control would be awesome. Um, it'd give Indy a chance to show her personality a little bit more. It would give Damage Control a chance to be... You know, show a little bit more of the comedic side, because Indy's great at that. Yeah. And, yeah. No, that's, that's probably... Yeah, that's how I do it. And then Damage Control wins. With it's Indy getting the pin on Candace. Cool. So, I that'd be Chess Kits.
1: For my World War Games, you gotta if it's gonna be War Games, if it's gonna be the first one on the main roster, I say there's none better to do with than New Day versus Bloodline. Basically, you kind of they're already talking about the story now, and this will be coming out after Crown Jewel. So this will be after this week's Smackdown. So this week's Smackdown, they brought up like the New Day brings up audibly about how the Usos are so close to breaking their like longest title reign in WWE history and that they're going to be there waiting on them to basically stop them and protect theirs. So, you have that match go down, and you basically have Sammy doing what he does, solo, like, you know, like, interfering, but then, like, they, they cheat to win, and they're about to beat down, like, the they're about to beat down the New Day some more, it's the Usos, it's Sammy, it's Solo, it's the whole, like, bloodline minus Roman, and then all of a sudden, you hear just that. Well, y'all want to go big? Then say that. And then, like, basically, Big E comes sprinting down the ramp, steel chair in hand, about to lay waste, clear out everybody. Solo comes out, charges at him. Big E, big, big steel chair to the stomach, big steel chair across his back. Like, he goes in the ring. The rest of them kind of scatter out, you know, re- returns to a nice big pop, you know, smacking the chair around, you know, telling them to come back in. You know, they think they can get the new day while they down, but now the new day is back to full power and basically, you know, starts to starts to get that way towards Survivor Series. And E is also saying that, you know, I never got my chance back at Brock for my title and Roman, you holding my title. So I'ma need that up off here. <laughs> like like basically E doing good E promo things. Big me to me and slap me, like E doing E things. And so you build that story up and basically they're always, you know, outnumbered by one, outnumbered by one. So now you're going down to Survivor Series. And basically, if coming out of Survivor Series, they're they're just going to make making the story of for Roman's challenger at the Rumble being if New Day wins, a member of New Day gets to challenge Roman at the Rumble for his title since Kofi is also a former champ all leading up to Woods versus Roman since Woods in that lead up Woods can bring up yeah I pinned you when everybody said you didn't get pinned it was this face <laughs> <laughs> and, like and I mean Woods can lose that Roman but I just like Woods to have that moment in that crowd like it would be a it would be a great match but yeah. back to survivor series so now you got three members of New Day you know consistently trying to you know, Sami Zayn's being underhanded. You know, chop blocking solos, just kind of being like big and powerful. And they're normally used to kind of how the Usos roll, but come War Games, they said, you know, you don't, you, you think we didn't find an extra partner? And through the weeks, you leave red herrings leading up that it's our truth, essentially. Like, you know, like basically like them saying like you guys you guys can't handle the truth of what we're gonna like give, basically like alluding all to like truth yeah leading up to it. That'd
0: and be basically a very interesting choice.
1: And then basically it gets in Sammy's head that Sammy's just like I know who it is, like I know like I know who it is. So Sammy goes and attacks our truth that night. And Sammy's like, you know, it's all right. It it was our truth, wasn't it? Done. Finito, gone. So go ahead. Like Pick whoever you want. And then it's just like, it wasn't truth, but we'll get you for that too. And then basically you just hear the, oh, my God, it's Tyler. And then Tyler Breeze shows up as the fourth member. Automatically support this. Automatically, as the fourth member to help New Day against the bloodline. And basically, New Day wins. And the next week on SmackDown, they give Xavier Woods the chance, the opportunity to go against Roman.
0: I got to find out where Survivor Series is. It's
1: Houston or San Antonio. I know for certain it's in Texas.
0: The Rumble is, I know. Yeah,
1: the Mania is in Hollywood.
0: Yeah. Survivor Series? Survivor Series 2022 is in... Fort Worth? Boston, Massachusetts. Tyler Breeze will get a good reaction.
1: Oh yeah, it's closer, close enough to
0: Canada. But then also, well, I think just <laughs> I bet more because Boston's a smart town.
1: I mean, but Boston's also Kofi's hometown. <laughs> yeah. But then also, just just the bond that him and Woods have, having Woods lead it up and ba- like seeing them basically like they could you know do some tag team moves together, like seeing them two in the ring. Kofi's from South
0: Africa. He's he? a he's originally, but he was uh, okay. Born, he was he was born and raised in Boston. He was born in Ghana, raised in Boston. Boston. Okay. That's why he's a big Patriots fan. And like, yeah. Well, he should be a Patriots fan. The greatest
1: uh, team going today. And he still has a losing record to one team in the NFL.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, Drew Brees cheats. Anyway. What? <laughs> I'm just play game much? All right. That was all a conspiracy that was paid for by the Drew Brees Foundation.
1: This is this is the pro wrestling. <laughs> I will not look at this. <laughs>
0: Listen, you know what? Technically, NFL is related to pro wrestling because Halftime Heat and Gronk. I mean, but we see both of those didn't last long. <laughs> uh, Gronk is the longest reigning 24-7 champion of all time, I'm pretty sure. Uh, don't disrespect our truth like that.
1: I think R-Truth is. <laughs> I'm
0: going to find
1: out. I'm going to Google. I'm, I'm pretty, I, like, <laughs> R-Truth held it, he held it for, like, a week against Drake
0: Maverick. <laughs> Gronk held it for months. Did he? Yeah. Was it that time where they just weren't defending it? Yeah. <laughs> so the longest reign is Reggie, 112 days.
1: Okay, it yeah. makes that makes sense though. The that... shortest
0: reign four seconds. Who is it? Tucker. <laughs> Pat Patterson is the oldest champion. Okay, I remember when he won it. The youngest champion is Bad Bunny, for it was 26, almost 27. Uh, kind of crazy. Nobody younger than 26 has held it. That's kind of crazy. The lightest champion is Alexa Bliss at a hundred. She's a hundred and two pounds. She's a tiny gal. Uh, the heaviest champion is the Revival because it puts them together. Held <laughs> it as a team. They should have never lost it. Then. <laughs> yeah, that I agree. I agree. Uh, okay, that's a, but, I, that's a pretty good. Uh, yeah, for, but that's for the men's. Well, the... If I may add, real quick, you mentioned Big E coming back to a big pop. You know the best way to do that is well they're beating down. Kofi and Xavier, I know you said that like, oh, you want to go big. T- instead, oh, it's- oh, WW
1: I think he should save that for war games, though. I think like he should save that for when they're all like,
0: they- just think of the pop, think of the pop, the pop <laughs> when like when he when. If you do it in like Chicago, it's gonna be a
1: Road Warrior pop.
0: If you do it in like Chicago, or something like that, and the- if it's smart crowd, no, not Chicago. Fuck Chicago, they they're do gonna M- do CM do- Punk chants.
1: They should do MSG, a uh, New York. Yeah, so MSG is or or Florida crowds. It if it's Biggie,
0: uh, any Florida crowd. I think any crowd, really. Yeah, E gets a he gets a
1: good reception anywhere he goes.
0: But like, man, just that that pop would be. It's, it's gonna be a road war esque pop. Speaking, I, I I this is not related. Uh, did you happen to see a certain boom boom return? Oh yeah. Oh I mean, my god, I I've never I, I popped
1: I popped so when hard. when it was just I honestly. Half second, half second. Thought it was going to be Jordan Griggs. Uh, but I don't. Uh, but I was just like, I don't think she's won the ROH <laughs> Women's like. Why would she face Chris Jericho? Because he said it doesn't matter what champ, and he said Women's champ like in both promos. So That's I was funny. like, Are they gonna? Is Chris? But
0: the, is, she's like, not she wasn't the, was the ROH only Women's title. But
1: I was like, I was like, she like ROH TV or something. I was like, No, like, no. I don't think. I don't think she's ever. Boom boom, Cole
0: Cabana. I was so happy. I was so happy. But now we're jumping to the women's <laughs> side.
1: So, the women's side, like I admit, like uh, I think it's going to be damage control and Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: However, comma, I think Alexa and Asuka should get jumped. Again. <laughs> so it's just Bianca
0: versus damage control and Morgan? No.
1: Because Bianca said like you know they, they you know don't think she got friends don't think she got homies like it should be to a point where like Bianca now has like it sh- we sh- we should slowly be planting the seeds for a Bianca heel turn like she okay. slowly starts to get more like serious so like in the in the build up from now until survivor series she's in just like go mode like she's like taking like no flack, no issues no nothing. She's just like I like. I'm tired of Bailey. Tired of damage control. Like I'm ready to put them out by whatever means like necessary. Like I like we are. Like I'm done with damage. After Survivor Series, I want to be done with damage control. And basically, slowly but surely, starts to see Asuka and Alexa as like weak links. Like she's coming out to the rescue to like save them. Okay. And you have you have Asuka and Alexa mysteriously wound wind up beaten up before Bianca's match. Naturally. But they don't, you know, they don't know who did it, but all signs are pointing to damage control. So Bianca's like, you know, it's alright, it's alright. I had to make a couple phone calls beforehand, but trust me. I found people just in time. And it's Sasha Banks and Naomi. Naomi. That and they good. show back up and like basically like win. Like. Yeah. Like so now like like in they're they're debating on doing winner take all. If it's winner take all, that like Bianca keeps her raw women's title. Sasha and Naomi pick back up those women's titles. But so, then you let a week go by. On on Raw, you let a week go by, and you know Bianca's like the like the week back. You know they're having a welcome back ceremony where you know like hey, like she's welcoming Sasha Banks like she's welcoming them back. It's all babyface babyface. You know you might have another little one off standoff with damage control, and then the next week you have an Oscar and Alexa Bliss show up and show the camera footage that it was Bianca that it's took them out. And Bianca and Bianca basically confesses that she didn't think that they could get the job done,
0: so she called in two people she knew could get it done. So, uh one slight flaw, um, you might have addressed this and I just drew a blank. Damage control's not the women's tag team champions right now.
1: I they but they were talking about like since Bailey pinned Bianca. Like, going into war games, if it's just those three, since Dakota and EO have already been previous tag team champions, doing basically like, oh, if all the champions are going to be on this side, and we're going to be all the champions, winner take all. So, essentially, just like... Yeah,
0: so, but, so say those two are taken out, Bliss and Asuka, it would feel... It wouldn't make sense to do it.
1: But that's that's where Naomi and Sasha come in at because they vacated the titles already. Like they were never they were never pinned or beaten or anything like for the titles. Yes,
0: but they can't win the titles without beating the champions. And that's where the story is.
1: That's
0: <laughs> no, because that's when, that's
1: where the story is because now you're just like, how are you guys the rightful champs when you guys you guys set the titles down on the table, you guys walked away been away for months, and now you want to come back and basically waltz back into another title, and that's where the heel heat comes in, because now they're with Bianca, and she's supposed to be this babyface, she's supposed to be the EST, the strongest, effect. Fa- doesn't need to do anything like that, but she just took out former champions to call in her girls back in, and now this, you have this core of a faction, but they're not former are- champions, <laughs> They are
0: champions. Who are you talking about? Bliss and Oscar are the women's tag team champions yeah, right now. So but, what I'm saying is, like, so say you take them out. If the WWE do, like still has the women's title tag titles on the line in that match, that would just be poor book. It's a lot. that's it. it's just. That's just assaulted for the audio <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> like it would just not. Like, it would feel like bad booking on their end because it's like, okay, why are the titles on the line if the champions aren't in the match?
1: And that's the thing. The stipulation has already been like kind of like set before. So it's it's one of those where you press the moments. I mean, it's wrestling. They kayfabe the whole IC belt. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, they kayfabe the whole belt into existence. And I'm like, because also... Naomi and Sasha if they did come back have legit points to be number one contenders and they can also just bring up the points that yeah you got it took you guys basically 2 months to even decide champions after we left like it took like <laughs> you guys aren't even a fraction of what we are or what we were like basically and also you have the standoff where now you have this tag title match against like with four of these former like Women's champions that also kind of just builds the prestige of those belts. And now you could have Oscar and Alexa bliss at the next pay-per-view against Naomi and Sasha with Bianca in their corner. Bianca does some more underhanded things. Mm-hmm. Naomi and Sasha go over and now you have Oscar and bliss that can challenge individually, Bianca for her title. And then then, you know, bliss can go away she can do small things with Bray Asuka can go on and, you know, have some one-on-ones with EO. Or... I think the best
0: thing for Bliss is to stay away from Bray. Really, I think I think there's a lot there. There's a lot there you can farm. Oh, and... 100%. Like, you can do good stuff. I just feel like, I don't know. I don't. I didn't enjoy her stuff with Bray before. Uh, I love Alexa Bliss. She's great 90% of the time. Um, but I think the person, like, because I feel, I don't know if they're doing two women with Bray. And apparently, like the like number one person that they're teasing with Bray right now is Liv, which would be interesting. Like, I think it'd be great because I think go it'll, it'll do very well with it. But it's, I don't, I don't, I don't, think, be, I don't think,
1: I don't think, it, I don't think they should. I think if if this transition for Liv is going to be a transition, I think it should just be her
0: own. Like she, she just is really into pain.
1: Well, not not you like basically through winning that belt, defending it, and then losing it in the way she did to Rhonda and what she went through. Mm-hmm. Basically herself realizing that she has to like she has to tap into that side of her in order to elevate back to where she was. Like she has to accept the she has to accept the pain that she's gonna have to put her body through to get what she wants. Yeah. Cause like her versus Nikki Cross in the Extreme Rules number one contender match, I'd be excited to see that now. Especially oh, if yeah. that's the story they would go with, like just two insane women throwing like
0: everything they have at She's each other. Throwing this out here, what if the long term story here is Liv beating Ronda at Mania by po- fully putting her body on the line? Hey, that would be a, that would be a roundabout build, but we
1: all know the inevitable is soon to arrive. <laughs>
0: Put her on Raw. If you if you don't Put know her on who,
1: Raw. if you don't know who the inevitable is, watch watch the Universe. universe. <laughs> the inevitable, the, the Thanos of the women's division.
0: Put her on Raw. She does not need to be on SmackDown. Oh, she's coming for I'm the division. Tired of Ronda vs Charlotte.
1: I mean, I mean, she's probably gonna go back to Raw because they're building the story of Bianca beating every horsewoman at Mania.
0: They're, they're slowly building. it. So then that means we're doing Bailey versus We're getting Bailey verse Bianca till Mania. In this situation,
1: I'm tired. Of it. But also, I mean, that—that's if Bianca doesn't lose it at like, oh, 20, 20, 20.
0: or a crown jewel.
1: Yeah, which is gonna be in the PC. The, the, yep. I mean, we'll, we'll the prediction video PC. was up two days yeah. ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was in point. the PC.
0: Yeah, because um, it was yesterday at the time of upload. Um, this could be an interesting show. I think.
1: Oh, it's the way the card's shaping up. It is going to yep. be fucked. Well, One of us in...
0: is doing the ch- hot chip challenge. As yeah, well, soon as it's oh, my God. <laughs> that's the punishment for. Is uh, it? Do yeah. we? Oh wow. Yeah, I I'm gonna order this. As... <laughs> yeah.
1: The, um, Ooh, I'm devastated. Oh wow. I <laughs> got I gotta I gotta. That's gonna definitely highly decide my picks. That's definitely highly.
0: Yeah. But anyways, I say that's a good uh good stopping point for the pod. Um. Yeah. So. Thank you guys for we'll watching. Check check back in with us for the
1: Crown, <laughs> crown Jewel Punishment video. Yeah. Also, Universe throughout the week. Monday yep, Night rumble The Rumble will be up
0: tonight. Oh, yeah, we're in Rumble uh, week. And the entire week will be parts of the Rumble. Because the Rumble is streaming, but it will not be uploaded as one part. Throughout the week, it will be uploaded as separate parts. So if you're watching it on tonight, or Sunday, for those that are watching after the fact, it was live streamed to the YouTube channel. Um, yeah, so
1: we're, we're going to try our best to be in those comments as much as we can, like depending on upload dates, but join us out the week, Rumble Week. We got some really dope matches set up if you've been with us through universe mode, so go back, binge watch some of those, and get ready for our Rumble Week. Yep. And it turns your tongue blue, too. Oh yeah. Woods and Liv just did this too, like on Up Up yeah. Down Down.
0: So I didn't do this one. I did the I did other. I did
1: I did the one the year before. Yeah. I did the yellow yeah.
0: box. I did the yellow box on stream.
1: So we've both done it before, like previous. So we have like so we at least are going into no experience as to what it is.
0: Yeah. But I uh, thank you guys for watching. Alright. See, see you it. soon. Or listening.